0: It's time for Running Building the Game, with Jason and Friends, for tabletop gamers on the phone never it's at the end of the episode, that's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, January 23rd, and you're listening to episode 556. As always, I'm your host, Jason, here today joined by a good friend of mine, uh, the runner of the ProtoSpiel Online and many other things. With me is Heather Newton. Hello, Heather.
1: Hello, Jason.
0: It's good to have you here again.
1: It's good to to be here.
0: One of our returning guests who has made a habit of coming back, which is always good, rather than the people that are like, ooh, don't want to do that again, so... It's true.
1: Well, and actually, I'll say right now that uh, I really appreciate how generous you are with your platform with me. At least, um, I don't have to have my own podcast to talk about things that are on my mind, and I really appreciate that because it's a lot of work.
0: It is. Thanks. Yeah. No. And I'm. I'm. Uh, I love the ability to do that for people to say like, "Hey, you've got something you want to talk about? Like, it's in this realm. Let's let's talk about it because." Uh, I think you know the more voices we can get out there, the better. And and you know, not everybody can run a podcast. Like I mean, that's I'm not saying you need like a lot of special skills, but you know, it's not free. And uh, yeah, and it's not uh, it's not not time consuming. So yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah. I'm I'm sure I could. You know, I've learned some things about how to start it, and I consider starting one. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But then I go, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> Let's
0: go right, on right. Jason's
1: podcast. And I don't really have something to say every week. So, yeah, not right now anyway.
0: It's funny. I've actually been considering for quite a while of starting another podcast. in addition <laughs> to this one, that would be nothing to do with games whatsoever. Uh, it's just kind of a stray idea I've had that I really haven't talked about much. Um and it's completely outside the game world. and uh, but it'd be like an interview style podcast with a with a with a fun twist. Uh and, and someday I like to think that I would because I, I really, really like the idea and and when I've shared it with people, they've been like, Oh, that sounds like that sounds like really cool. Um
1: it is the biggest reason because you want to meet the people you'd interview that you're drawn to it or
0: I mean, it would be it would just be regular old people I'd be talking to. Uh, and we would be talking about some specific things around their life and their stories and things like that and mm, okay uh, it's just something I find really intriguing it's just a random idea I had one time that's just one of those like ideas that's just never went away it's been there the whole time and I'm just like er one of these days so but but it's a lot of you know you would possibly take a little more editing and a little more time and you know if it was another weekly podcast that's two a week and you know, yeah, I would probably make that one bi weekly uh if I ever end up doing it. Um but yeah, I've committed to keep doing this one. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, and well actually yeah. you're kind of uh giving away the topic
0: already. Right, right, it right. Sounds like yes. we're talking
1: about nothing, nothing related to anything, but actually it's very related to what's yeah, yeah. on your mind.
0: Well and <laughs> and it's funny because we actually had a different topic we were gonna talk about and you and I were chatting today. A lot of times, if you're going to be on, we'll, we'll take the time to chat for just a little bit to figure out exactly what we're going to talk about and stuff, and um, which I appreciate because I certainly don't do that with everyone because, you know, you know me, I'm just like, oh, we'll just figure it out as we go. And in, in this case, it actually turned out to be great because it, it, it turns out we both have a topic that we're thinking a lot about that kind of uh, naturally just came up in conversation and was like, oh, yeah, this is the thing that we should talk about and explore. And it's a lot of thoughts I've had, a lot of thoughts you've had. And so we're just going to kind of throw them out there and have a discussion about it and, and, you know, see, see what other people think and, you know, what kind of feedback they have and stuff. I'm I'm really interested in hearing that, especially, you know, always, but especially this time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, I mean, listeners to your podcast will definitely have opinions about your side of this conversation. <laughs> people, yeah, right. people who listen to your podcast may or may not have opinions about um that how, things I'm thinking about for ProtoSpiel online, but they're kind of mm-hmm. lined up. Just, um, I don't think you've said the topic. Do you want, are no. you trying to goad me well, into saying it?
0: <laughs> why don't you, uh, why don't you, like, I, I would love it if you're okay with it, if you would kind of explain from your side, what kind of led us into this topic, if that's cool. Sure. I okay. feel like that was, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, well, I guess just basically being in a place of overwhelm and burnout right now in my life is what, led us to this topic, because there's all kinds of things that I, projects I'm working on, or things that I could talk about on Jason's podcast, and there was a different thing that, like, he's excited, it's a project I'm getting started on, he's excited about it, he wanted to feature it, and I want to be there to talk about it, but I also (laughs) am just not up for it this week. So that'll be something right. you already know I'm going to come back again sometime yes. in the future. <laughs> to yes, talk about the things you originally wished I would talk about. And who but... knows
0: the next time you come back that may still not be the topic depending <laughs> on when that is. <laughs> who
1: so. knows, who knows, yeah. So uh yeah, but just I'm dealing with some chronic pain with like a back injury that n- like nothing happened. I wasn't in a car accident or anything but just I don't know some degeneration I have a pretty serious age
0: where you get out of bed yeah what did I do what did I do
1: (laughs) yeah I didn't just the way I like walked or sat or something or the way I've been walking and sitting for a long time or even that like as I've been trying to explore how to get better I get some people like some things I'm reading or some programs I'm trying to do saying well don't listen to like it's your fault you sat in the wrong way or whatever really like you just need to move more Mm -hmm. basically Um, Anyway, so dealing with that, and that really takes up a lot of mental calories, and um, so it makes it really hard to, like, you've been talking to a lot of people lately on your podcast about setting goals and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not in that place right now. I'm not, don't even ask me what my goals are for this year. It's just one goal, which is to get free of this, like, continually being saddled by this chronic pain.
0: That is a, that is... One of the most important goals you could have is to take care <laughs> of yourself, right?
1: Right. Whatever that looks like, yeah, at the certain moment. Um, yeah. So, and that brings up a lot of, like, we are just coming off of Protospiel Online from last weekend, and it was a really successful event. Lots of people were really happy. Uh, we do something called Shout Out of Palooza at Protospiel Online, where we encourage people to compliment everybody else in the server (laughs) for like the prototypes they played or how helpful they were, or just if they, even if they're doing something outside of protospiel, we have a tag called muse where they can just say like, you're inspiring me. Something that you're doing is inspiring me or maybe in coffee talk, something they talk about in there inspires them. Anyway, you know, I had somebody from like Greece popping in there, um, at mentioning me or us, our organizer team and saying, you know, this is just like, I'm amazed at how welcoming this is. And it feels so good to be here. And like really early on, one of my goals for ProtoSpiel online was that it would be an intern. It it would basically be like ProtoSpiel international. Mm -hmm. It would be the one that everybody could come to tried to design it that way. It's difficult to break into the international um, crowd because we're not already networked into it, but Mm -hmm. Like seeing that happen is exciting. And is, that is. the more it's coming to fruition and the more kind of rich and full and finished it is and the more everybody's enjoying it, the more I feel like if I run out of bandwidth for this and it can't happen anymore, it's sadder. Right. It's like more of a grief um, if I were just right. to have to right. say, I can't do this anymore. And I'm kind of on that line of, boy, I'm running out of bandwidth because I need to take care of myself. And mm-hmm. Protospiel Online is something that you have to pay for a badge for, but we don't sell enough badges that I have been I have not been paying myself for it. It's right, something that right. I, like if you're a new business owner and like people hear me say this, that, you know, I don't pay myself and they're like, oh, well, that's terrible. Like, are you volunteering or what's this and it's like well it's pretty actually normal to have a startup business and not pay yourself at first to have like Mm -hmm. another plan for how you're getting by in life but you do want to try and build it so eventually it starts paying you right right, right. and and one of the big reasons you want to do that is because of what's happening to me right now so that you could pay somebody else to do it so it would make sense to pass it to somebody else or that you can pay other people to work for you right Mm So you could either sell it to somebody else and it would have value, all that. So like, if it's not profitable, it doesn't have value, you can't sell it. It doesn't have longevity unless it has some kind of financial setup that makes it an asset that somebody Mm -hmm. else could take over. And so, um, I mean, I'll say right now, like, I don't want people to be scared that ProtoSpiel Online is going away. I think I am going to be able to find a path forward, but... Even I I wish I already had it because I have to set up all of the, like, it's all in my brain. Everything is just in my brain. I have to document it in
0: standard operating procedure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I've done it for like half? I don't know. Maybe more than half. Basically, writing SOPs, I've been trying to do it for the last over a year, and I've been making progress. But it's really... Man, every time I get one done, I think, oh, yeah, I just remembered five more I need to do. It just feels like an endless process that can feel really discouraging. Um, And I have a hard time. Like, I think it's just something about how I look at the world, how I engage with the world. Sometimes I have a hard time, like, really feeling my successes and celebrating them.
0: Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's very hard to do that, you know?
1: Because I definitely... Uh, I have said it at ProSpell Online, I probably said it before on your podcast, some of the most uh, work-intensive, frustrating, man, repetitive, I hate this task, I have set up and I've passed them to David Masnato. And in August, for the first time, he did them all by himself. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually, because he did them all by himself... I was able to play test like 20 games at Protospiel Online and that was always my goal was to be able to attend my own event and that was really the first time I had ever been able to so like it's happening but it's not where I wish it was right now Mm -hmm. Uh, all the things that are left that I have to do I just I am kind of at the end of my rope and I don't feel like I can do them but Mm -hmm. if I don't do them I at least have to explain to somebody else how to do them and I'm like but I also hate doing that Right, right, Or I'm not in the mood for it this week or I don't expect to be this month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I'm i going to have to just push through um, when I'm not in the mood and I'm just like kind of mad at past Heather that she didn't <laughs> get this yeah. set up for me uh, to to make it easier for me to take care of myself now when I'm really having like a problem I need to deal with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm constantly annoyed at, at past Jason. He <laughs> yeah. He hates future Jason so much. <laughs> He's always like, oh, boy, you're going to pay for this choice I'm making right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah, pretty. It's, so. So, yeah, I I I respect where you're at with that. And, you know, I, I I have a lot of the same concerns. Like, I don't have anything right now that's problematic with getting building the game done. Right. Um, I mean, but I I have not hardly any anything documented, nearly nothing. I'm the only person that knows how to do a lot of this stuff. and um and it's something that I want to keep doing as long as possible, right? Um, but like, if I ever wanted to stop, it feels like the podcast would have to stop with me. and i I don't want that. like I you know, and you you i, I you've mentioned this even offline ahead of time when we were talking about how, like you want to see that organization for you for Spiel online move forward and continue to move forward. Right. Um, and the same with the podcast, like I, the podcast doesn't have to be me. Right. I think the podcast has to live to its core values and have people that will live to its core values and, and keep it going, you know, as a legacy, I guess. And, and I, again, I don't want to stop doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast. I look forward to recording the podcasts um i i sometimes don't i sometimes don't feel like editing and stuff like that which most people would joke that i don't really anyways um (laughs) in the last episode i had to bleep a word for the first time in quite a while uh because the guest dropped the f-bomb uh so smoothly that i almost didn't even notice i had to go back and listen to it wait a minute but i mean you know really what it comes down to is just that like the idea that doing these things like obviously there's no money coming in for the podcast right So, like doing that, there's, um, like there's only bills to pay when it comes to hosting a podcast. If you're not having any sort of income stream from it, Um, we don't charge for anything. We don't have paywalls for anything. You know, some podcasts that are very successful do those things, and, and I'm not a fan of paywalls or things like that when it comes to media that you're putting out there. Right, Um, I'm not saying that it's bad to like charge money for tickets and things like that for Wheel online, right? You, you do something and you need it to pay for itself and theoretically maybe even make some money would be great. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with the podcast, that wasn't the point, um, at all, just because it was just a free service we were putting out there and we were using it to help keep ourselves accountable and, and it still helps keep me accountable. But, um, if I were to say, Hey, so-and-so take my podcast for me and, and keep it going, that's, that's expensive, right? I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I I would say well over several hundred dollars a year just to make the podcast run and and work. And that doesn't involve any of the time or editing or things like that. It's just subscription Mm -hmm. to recording services, websites, all these things that you need. Right. Um, and so you start to think about these things, like, like what happens if I suddenly can't do the podcast? You know I mean? If I, um, we had a family thing where like uh, some people had to have some surgery and some things had to happen. And, I had to pre-record a month's worth of podcasts to make that happen because there was no one else to do it, right? It was just me. Um and you know, and that took a lot of prep time. And what if you don't have that prep time, right?
1: Yeah. Re- yeah. You know? What if it's without like without warning, right. you right. know, in right. this right. case? What happens talk? when it's
0: emergency surgery, right?
1: Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Or it's me having surgery, right? <laughs> so we're like, you know. <laughs> right. Um yeah. so I also need to document all the SOPs for how to run the podcast. If I ever can't do it, or even if I ever just like want to go on a vacation to where I'm out of touch and I need somebody to go in and click publish right <laughs> on Sunday yeah. and then, you know, tweet about it. That sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you and it's the thing is, you need to do it way before you need it.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, it, and really, even from the beginning, like so you were st- you were talking about maybe starting another podcast and you probably now have learned the lesson. That if you were to start another podcast from the beginning, you'd write down like after the first couple times you did and, it.
0: And you if know? I was going to start another podcast, it would have to be something I could monetize to make it worth worth the while. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, this, again, keeps me accountable. It's also a service. I enjoy doing it. There are plenty of other people. You know, I'm not trying to be like, I'm the martyr who does all the work because, you know, we have co-hosts. We have mm-hmm. guests. We have plenty of other people who are also doing everything for free. Right. Right. Um. I've never had like had to pay a guest to come on. Though I have I was one time going to because they were gonna basically do like an hour of work for us like as part of it. And mm-hmm. then that that ended up not working out. So um yeah. Because but, they uh, were
1: like a, a life coach type like they were a coach or something. So were, like what they were talking about on the podcast is <clears> what they'd normally charge to talk about kind of thing. Yeah, they were
0: gonna talk about some development type of things. And so I was like, hey, I'll I'll pay your hourly rate to have you come on and talk to us about that. And then it just never worked out um, hmm. with them. So, because um, I was like, you know, if you're going to come out and do the work, like I'll hire you to do the work, right? Um, and, their, and their hourly rate was completely affordable. So it wasn't a big deal. You know what I mean? It wasn't like right. it was like really expensive because <laughs> then I would have said no. Right. Um, but I think <laughs> all of these questions get us around to like, what is the legacy, right? You want to leave with, with, with the thing you've created and, and where do you want it to go? And how do you want to make sure, like I would like to see the podcast, and I think you could say the same for Proto Online, right? Is you want it to self-sustain, right? You want it to be able to continue on beyond your ability to continue it on. Is that is that fair yeah. to say?
1: Yeah, that and I yeah, I will take the minute to say it really seemed like a lot of people assumed that Proto Online was started as a stopgap to the pandemic only. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole point of it. But when I was looking into starting it, lots of people said that they had been wanting that for a long time because like maybe they were part of in-person and Mm -hmm. then they had kids and it wasn't easy for them to travel anymore or things like that. I was trying to build it for that. And then I also started to realize when I started to do, I guess you'd call it market research to get Mm -hmm. ready for kind of figure out who the market is and what does the product or the experience need to be like to suit the people that it's made for? Like there's people who live in rural areas that it's really Mm -hmm. expensive for them to get to the airport and travel to something, or there's nothing driving distance for them. Or yeah, again, parents. um, I know that's like a big thing for Zoe, who's been on your podcast where they have a little kid.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They want to be with most of the time and getting, it's much easier to get playtests in right. and go to a convention if there's no flying involved.
0: Right. Right. And it's funny. Cause I, I have the opposite problem where I've mentioned to you before. Like I generally am not a proto spiel online because I have trouble with the kids here right. getting to get the time to do it. Right. Right. I mean, it's basically what I'm saying is there's everybody needs something different. Right. And you're providing yeah. a service that is, you know, and giving the ability for people to get playtesting in who wouldn't. And you've got quite a few people that come every time. I mean, Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that is a big deal. You know, and like you said, if if you suddenly stop doing that, people would be really sad about that.
1: Yeah. Well, especially the way people uh, this time were saying how special it is. Kind of, they just cannot um under they can't believe how supported they feel, right, <laughs> or they right. can't believe that an online convention would f- so much really feel like being together. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it is, it, I think the more I'm saying it out loud as I'm talking to people about my grumpy week, um, it is like sinking in that that's really special. Um, and I'm feeling, uh, even since we talked earlier today, I've talked to some more people who have offered to help about exactly how that will work. And I'm feeling a little lighter about that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just a... Um, uh, uh, an encouragement to go forward and do the hard thing and have the hard conversation like sometimes when you're avoiding something like oh, that's gonna be hard I don't know what they're gonna say like mm-hmm. Ugh, like what if it doesn't turn out well what if they say no, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and then it all right, be even right. more I already feel really discouraged right now like I know that people say oh well, just ask because the worst they could say is no.
0: And that's, that's true. That's the worst, though. That's that can be really yeah. the worst. Like that's not good. It, sometimes. it, de-
1: it depends on the m- mindset you're coming at it with, and when you right. know you're already pretty like unmotivated and discouraged, you're like, oh man, that might sort of just be the last straw that I can't take. I don't know if I want right, to <laughs> subject right. myself to but that.
0: Another piece of rejection is what I need today, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> right well or discouragement too like yeah yeah i'm not sure that i feel like i've been super rejected all week or anything but i have no i I
0: just mean like you know like when you're having a crap week and then like let's stop it off (laughs) with some rejection right (laughs) Right, so i know that i've seen that happen before where like i'll be like having a bummer week and then you get like a message from publisher it's like we decided not to do your game and you're like (laughs) awesome that's what i wanted this week good way to just Cheery on top that bad boy
1: Well, <laughs> in, a, in a sense like maybe if you're already having a bad bad week it's nice to right. not ruin a good week with that's that bad fair. news yeah, but it, but there also is a limit to what people can stand uh, right, right. negative like bad news negative feelings so
0: i do find for myself that if i'm having a cruddy week and then i get that that message i'm kind of like yeah sure okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> right right yep, yeah of course of Of course that
1: would happen. Yeah, Yeah, of course that would be the news right now. I know that there was a time in, like during 2020, Will and I started camping in our backyard to just have something a little different on the weekends.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And
1: near the end of the year, um, he left it out and there was a windstorm and it like snapped one of the poles and he brought it in, like snapped in half. And we were both like, yeah, that tracks. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep, not going to be able to do that again until we buy a replacement. I guess I'm going on Amazon trying to figure out if I can buy a pole for that tent now.
0: (laughs) Right, right, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Just, like, I guess it, yeah, a plus of these last few years is it does feel like you have had to figure out how to deal, like, grow more resilience as, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. all humans have had to do that.
0: Right, right, right.
1: I hate that we have to do it, but. It seems like I have gotten that out of the pandemic. A lot of people I know probably have too.
0: I I feel like I have toughened myself against like rejection and that sort of thing or like things just not working out by just having anxiety and always assuming that would be the case. So (laughs) when they don't work out, I'm like, yeah, that's what I I figured. So like I already – and then when it does happen, you're like, oh, sweet. Like I really didn't have hopes up about this.
1: Or (laughs) sometimes when you do that anxiety thing to yourself, though, you can't even believe it happened when it happened. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is true. I found with the pandemic, you know, like at the beginning of the pandemic, so many people were like, oh, my gosh, you know, and and like and then us people who suffer from like severe anxiety were like, all right, I'm ready. I got this. Like, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Like this is I feel so calm right now. I know exactly (laughs) what I need to do. Like I have a plan. (laughs) Uh, because yeah. I've been mentally thinking about the worst case scenario for years. And, you know, so, okay. Uh, this isn't even quite as action, bad as right? the worst yeah, case scenario. Right? Like, like, like,
1: there's no meteor hurling towards Earth. Right, it's fine.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, let's talk about, you know, specifics around, you know, so when you set up a system to where, like, you feel like, okay, I've set this system up. I'm going to do it. And then, you know, later you're like, I hate past me because I should have made better choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I can say for myself that, you know, 10 years ago, over 10, almost 11 years ago. Now, when I set up this podcast with Rob, I mean, we expected maybe 50 episodes out of it before we got bored with it and stopped doing it. Right. Um, And then it kind of took off and, and the game design stuff kind of took off. And like, so we just, we just kept stuck with it. We just kept doing it. Right. And I mean, so, like, anybody who's ever worked in, like, technology at a company knows that, like, you create all these things and then, like, give it a decade, mm-hmm. but don't fix those things or just keep putting Band-Aids on top of those things. Uh, and that's what it feels like a lot of times with this stuff, right? Um, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. when, like, I never had the expertise. I, to this day, I one of my biggest fears about creating a new website, which I desperately need to do, and moving all the stuff over to make it easier to use, is that. I don't understand how the feed works. Right. I, I don't know how it works. It's like it's like uh we were talking to Cole about the magic of Kickstarter where they're like that's the magic. And I'm like I don't understand how the magic works. Like somehow I click publish and then my podcast goes to a ton of places and I'm not sure how that happens. Um and that's right. embarrassing to admit, but uh it's cuz right. it's all programmed and uh yeah yeah and Are so you, like
1: mm, do you have a wordpress site and do you use a plugin for that or something yeah, mm-hmm, okay yeah mm-hmm. it's a wordpress
0: site and i use uh blueberry powerpress by blueberry so okay yeah, Interesting. yeah it's free and it works it works really well i mean so well that i don't understand how it does what it does
1: <laughs> But yeah but you don't know how you could do it without it if you wanted right, right. to yeah, do yeah. it in a different way yeah right
0: my hosting and- service is not what it should be it costs vastly more than it used to when i started and i know that prices have also went up but like also it just you know um
1: well in your one thing i can say about your case with the podcast it is a set model like lots of people have podcasts there are Mm -hmm. yeah um whole companies that Take care of the editing and publishing for mm-hmm. all. They do is help people who have podcasts make sure yep, they yep. that their podcast goes out on time and they have podcast notes and stuff like that on mm-hmm. their website. Yeah, yeah. So for you, like you, you could go and you could go say to a consultant, like, okay, you do podcasts and I have a podcast and I need help. Like you could get a quote from them. And they're like, okay, three thousand dollars or whatever, and we'll just clean that up for you or whatever it is. I don't know. It might not right, be right, that, yeah, but
0: yeah. but it would be though
1: something like that. Well especially if you want like if you wanted them to take over your podcast it probably isn't that much but to go back through your whole backlog and like reset it up
0: I don't ever want somebody to take over editing of the podcast because I'm worried it would sound like they edited the podcast and that's (laughs) kind of the thing is like I don't want it to sound like I edited it Um, even if I do make edits I like that it doesn't sound like we do
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but it would be possible for you to do that just tell them like I have a podcast and I want it to be set up in a manageable way, go. Right. And right. yeah, yeah. There are people who already know how to do that with what I've built with ProtoSpiel Online. It's very bespoke.
0: Oh yeah, big time. I mean, because you you built it all with a knowledge of how to build it all, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, which first of all is amazing to me that you were <laughs> able to do that because like that stuff is just mind-boggling to me. So anytime someone understands that, I'm like, wow, that I, must be cool. <laughs> My,
1: my, well, my original training was as a chemist. I was a chemist for like seven years out of college and I didn't.
0: Wow. I'm even more impressed.
1: Maybe I never told you that, but, uh, yeah, I was a QC chemist and I really didn't like that life for a few reasons. One of them being that I didn't own my time because it was a very, like, you have to be there at a certain time. And I and it was like very shift work you know Mm -hmm, even though it was a really highly educated position it was very like you got treated like a grunt (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and that can be a little frustrating and then also qc your job is to find mistakes point them out and get them corrected and you're the everybody's enemy and I was really good at finding those mistakes. I was going to say, you seem even...
0: like you would excel at finding the little things that were wrong, though, because you've got a really good eye for that. So yes.
1: I'd and I'd find also my own mistakes, like I'd review my own work and I was better at reviewing my own work than most people would be, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like I never made mistakes, but I'd find my own mistakes,
0: fix them, not tell anyone it was cool.
1: <laughs> right. Well, if sometimes that was allowed and sometimes it wasn't in QC, in 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 uh in cgmp uh what is some current good manufacturing practices is something that is when you're working with pharmaceuticals which i did that's really important um then the fda is very involved in everything anyway that's where i came from and then i got retrained uh because i didn't like that job i did continuing adult education to learn how to be a front-end web developer okay okay and so that's how i know a lot of um, the stuff I know I worked for a short time for somebody who had a WordPress. uh, He was like a WordPress agency. Like he would only make WordPress websites for people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what I use now too, from a lot of things that I learned from working for him. Um, I was kind of opposed to WordPress until I met him and then he (laughs) turned turned it around (laughs) for me. Basically, uh, you just got to be careful about, where like wordpress websites are more vulnerable to hacker attacks because there's it's such a common platform for people to build on that there's lots of hacker bots that are built to hack it but and it also can be really um take up a lot of space there's a lot of like extra files that are just there to make the whole content management system work that can bog mm-hmm, it down mm-hmm. but there's just thing like he basically taught me things to know about how to host it um, so that it's more secure without slowing it down. Um, and then once I learned that's that, cool. it's kind of like all that I use. So the Protospiel Online <laughs> website is WordPress, and it uses, and that's one of the things about WordPress is that you can infinitely put plugins in it. It's open source. You can find a lot of free plugins. And when it's something really important, usually you can get a pretty affordable paid plugin. So, you know, my, the I have the curse of knowledge with that, that I know all these options and I was able to build them in. But like, I'm the only one who knows the choice of the stack of which plugins I'm using. And then the Discord server too, like I didn't really know that stuff. My co-organizers, Zach and Brandon knew more about it. Zach is a developer and knows how to develop in Python and actually wrote like custom bots just for our server, like no other server. That's cool. Has them. So I was lucky too with like the people I had. It was kind of the combination of all of our knowledge and resources that we could build it together. Um, And Zach will give me credit like, oh, well, Heather figured out things. (laughs) Never like his bot wouldn't work without my bots. Like we kind of have two bots that pass Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. off to each other. And he uh, that that's just like a automation tool. So um, but yeah, it stacks and stacks and stacks. And I for better or worse you know, I really listen to the feedback of my community and they'll tell me like, oh, I wish I had this. And then I'll try to build that for them. Or I'll Mm -hmm. just observe, even more so, I'll observe how everybody is behaving at the event and say to myself, okay, they're not spending time together the way I want them to, why? Um, And then I'll try to build a, like some kind of um, metagame or experience or a way of communicating something differently to get them involved differently. And a lot of those things are bespoke things that I build. Uh, Yeah. And I've, uh, (laughs) it's like, I create problems for myself though, too, because it's just this whole crazy spaghetti.
0: Right, right, right. I know what that feels like. Yeah. uh,
1: That's very difficult to explain to others. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm just like, "Mm, Nope, it's a giant spaghetti monster. And (laughs) I'm just going to, uh, just get a hope that, uh, there's not like a lady in the tramp situation where like, it just gets, you know, sucked right out of there. (laughs) <laughs> Suddenly, there's a problem.
1: Yeah, or like the scene in uh, Christmas Vacation where he takes out the yes! ball of tangled yes! up Christmas lights and just, ah, right, you right, take right. care of this it <laughs> to his son, you know? <laughs> right, right. Um, Or so- I saw I saw a meme this Christmas where somebody had a big ball of lights like that and they, for a second, they try to untangle them and they just stick them on the tree in a
0: big ball. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so, yeah. so, I mean, what, what does it take, you know, for for creators like us and, and, you know, hosts and stuff where for us to like, like what are the, the fundamental things we have to have so that, you know, these projects can continue on in, you know, either indefinitely or without us, or, you know, what are the kind of, what are the core things that we feel like they need for that to happen?
1: Yeah. Well, I think one thing both you and I, have and I think we've helped each other do this like from mm-hmm. from encouraging each other in the last year or so is to have like core values
0: publicly mm-hmm. available yep. so
1: that helps you find the person who could take over for you
0: mm-hmm. whose
1: values align and without it being too different and just a completely different right, thing if right. somebody took it over right. So that's and I mean,
0: I link the core values nice. to the every guest that's on the show as well. Like if you've never been on the show before, you get like a, a sheet that explains what we do, explains how the show works. It links to our core values and says, Hey, give these a read. Make sure that you know you're okay with these. In case mm-hmm. somebody was like, No, I don't believe this, or in case they were like, Hey, have you considered this? And I'm like, Oh, we should fix that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I do agree with you. Knowing what you want it to be, and you know, that that teaches you how to move forward with it and however mm. capacity you decide to move forward with it. Right.
1: Yeah. And putting it into concrete terms um, mm-hmm. can, can mm-hmm. be hard, hard sometimes, but I think it helps, it helps you while you're running it too. Right. Right. And will help you pass it off. Um, I really think, and <laughs> I think you're going to give me pushback here, but I think you need funding to be right. able yeah. to um, yeah. cleanly pass things on. You need a way to fund it. Like uh, you said, you don't like putting a gate on content. Do, right, how right. do you feel about e- like even a pa- patron feed? Like there's a lot of podcasts that I listen to that have a, the main podcast. And then they also have a patron feed.
0: Right. I, I see. I don't think, I think that if I was ever, cause I I'll, I'll be honest, I've like Patreon is something that's popped into my head before of like Is that like a fit to create like something, you know, that helps self fund the podcast. Right. Um, But like, uh, unfortunately, so when I think about the, what, how that would work with a Patreon situation, uh, there would not be a patron only feed. There'd be nothing you would get as a patron that you would not get as a listener of the show if you wanted it. So I think it would be things like, It would have to be things like things that I can give these people one-on-one extra of like, hey, like you can have like, you know, if you're at this level, then every X amount of time you can have this, like you can have an X amount of time chat where we can go over a game or we could do a play test or we could do, you know, Mm -hmm. these different things. I think it would have to be that sort of thing. But of course, the problem with that is that's all more stuff that I'm volunteering to do. Right. And so, again, if somebody were to take over and just like slip into the role of of running the Patreon, then, then right. that's their problem now. Right. Um, right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know certainly I I've thought about, you know, merch and things like that. Um, and that would be helpful. I mean, you know, I think if it came to something like that, like merchandise or a Patreon, you know, one of the other things I think is that then I would want to grow the base of the podcast, right? You know, we have a good amount of listeners. We don't have as many we would as we would have if we were in some sort of evil network or something like that, that, you know, like that ran podcasts um, or just a network in general. It doesn't have to be evil. It could just be, you know, like um, it could just be a thing. And I think that if you had that, um, you you, it's easier to find content, right? I mean, not content. It's easier to find subscribers and things like that, and yeah. and and we're doing fine. But I think growing that audience is important, you know. And I I'm not interested in doing like a Kickstarter every year for to fund, right. you know. Like I know people do like seasons of their podcasts and they fund it, and I have that's totally <laughs> great. Go for that, right? Um, being that we're a documentary style podcast, I feel like it has to be a weekly podcast. That was the agreement, mm. um. I don't see that ever changing. I think if that had to change, that would really have me questioning if I was up to doing the show or if I needed somebody else to take that over because I do feel like, you know, if if I really needed that, then I don't know that maybe, maybe that I can't handle the podcast anymore, right? On my own. Um, maybe. But I do think, I do think that like, you know, like right now, I can afford everything around the podcast. I can afford to work for free, uh, you know, to pay money, to host everything and to support thing. And, and, you know, the podcast will sometimes do sponsorships and things like that. Um, we've done that where we've sponsored things from the tabletop mentorship program, some of their micro grants, we've sponsored protospiel, things like that. Right. I mean, your protospiel online is what I mean when I say protospiel. If I say protospiel, I mean, protospiel online <laughs> always. Um, oh, not so- that I have a problem with any of the other protospiels, but I've never been to any of them. So <laughs>
1: I I am talking
0: about Heather's version of ProtoSpiel.
1: So yeah, I have a life bingo card as well. And I just marked off a spot on it. (laughs) ProtoSpiel equals ProtoSpiel online for Jason.
0: It does. Absolutely. (laughs) But so like, um, you know, if somebody were to, somebody were to say, yeah, let me, let me continue on the podcast after you're, you're not doing it anymore. uh, Or even after I wasn't doing it regularly. I was just a guest. I mean, like, I don't know that, that they'll be privileged in the way that they could afford to to do that. Right. And that's, and I think it's a lot to ask, you know, um, uh, I I suppose
1: that person, if you're passing it to them, you could be saying, and, and now you can do whatever you want to do to monetize the podcast. If that's what you need to do. Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm, No, mm. no, No. I mean, that's,
1: you wouldn't pass it. So that you, they, basically you need know. to find another Jason who right, is right. able to afford to host the podcast on their own. Right. Unless I, you had I, figured out something you were comfortable doing that, right. that right. you could say it's still right. the podcast. Right. It still has the same ethos right. now that you're doing it. What if it was a Patreon where it was, there was just one, like one level. It was very simple and just supporter. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I certainly have thought about that or like, if there was a Patreon level where you, if you're back at this level, then you get this thing like a physical thing or something outside of the podcast. Right. That's not directly you, related to the podcast. You get it like you, once, like right yeah. when you sign up or, or, or maybe every so many months we do it again and you get it. Right. Yeah. Um, but like that sort of thing, you know, it's going to be NFTs, definitely BTG NFTs. <laughs> Tell your friends. We're launching our own uh our own crypto. It's gonna be great.
1: Somebody records your voice and replays <laughs> <Right>. that <Yeah. laughs> says <Yeah>. it's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: No one will believe that. You know how organized you probably have to be to do that crap? There's no way. I admit it's not understanding how my feed works. Do you think I can understand crypto? Um but no, I mean like I I yeah, I mean I am against having advertisements or anything like that, any sort of paid stuff like that only because I I think that there's a place for that in podcasts. And I've, I've talked about this before, you know, I know that some podcasts, that's how they make all their money. Right. Um, to me, like, I want the podcast to be this pure thing where there's no advertisements. There's nothing, there's nobody steering what we're saying. Right. Other than what we feel is the right thing to do. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you had add ons like, Oh, people can buy merch and stuff like that. And people wanted to support the podcast and do that. Yeah. Great. Go for it. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I love that idea. Um, and, uh, and I love the idea of being able to possibly pay people that work with me on the podcast. I mean, like Mm -hmm. that would be cool. Right. I mean, like they give time, that would be neat to be able to do something like that. Um, but I mean, right now my, my biggest concern is just like, if I'm going to move forward, Like and I ever can't do this, how does the podcast continue? Because as Chris Michaud will tell you, who did Flip the Table, is if you do a podcast and it has any success, Mm -hmm. plan to spend a lot of money for decades uh, keeping (laughs) a podcast out there so that people can still listen to it, right?
1: Right.
0: Um, And that's what they've done with Flip the Table. I think
1: that's maybe what's most important to you, actually, is Mm that the episodes that you already worked to make even if somebody didn't pick it up and keep making right, right. more episodes, at least like the documentary of everything that happened with you and yeah. Rob and the yeah. whole, what, however long you do the yeah. podcast yeah. would still be available for people to listen to.
0: That is, it's very important to me because it, it was, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of a time capsule of who we are and, and what we tried to do and our growth within the industry and in our growth within our lives and, and mm-hmm. the people we became uh, from where we started. And that was, that was quite the journey. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it was a pretty big journey.
1: And how the industry grew, you know, and what was happening in the world at this time and all that sort of thing, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, so much has changed. So Mm -hmm. much. And I think there are people that could even now go back and listen to the beginning and be like, what the hell are they talking about? And I'd be like, (laughs) I don't even know. I literally don't know. Um,
1: (laughs) I suppose you disparage the early episodes a lot, but you're still attached to keeping them possible to listen to yeah
0: because you know like i i think i i've mentioned before that i don't ever want to go back and listen to those episodes because like i just think of how many times i would cringe or be like oh jason 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 like like that why did you say that that was that was not a good thing to say but like i remind myself that if i did that that when you cringe at things you'd said or did years ago it's a reminder of how far you've come yeah Um,
1: totally there's a uh, will wheaton Maybe you've heard of this, put out a book called Still Just a Geek. Well, Just a Geek was a okay. book yeah. he put out when he was like in his late 20s, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. But now he's just about to turn 50 mm-hmm. and he put out a, a um, uh, another book that is him reading that book and talking to past him. And he's like, oh, buddy, you're right here you think you're trying to be funny, but it's not funny don't do that anymore you know what I mean like older him like parenting younger him Mm -hmm. and it's really kind of it's a beautiful I listened to it on audio audio and it's quite long but I really enjoyed it and felt very kindred with Will Wheaton from listening Mm -hmm. to this book honestly he's talking about some very hard things that happened in his childhood and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so um anyway but but yeah like that it's just a picture of that growth um and I guess maybe this is something about being a content creator. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right, right. Well, and I think being a self-hosting content creator makes it harder, right? Like, if, you know, we had posted all these to YouTube or something like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. where it's just there and yeah. it's free. As long as YouTube exists, it's there, right? Uh, but I mean, like, these are hosted on a website where, like, if I stop paying, they will delete them, mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. And I have backups of everything, but I mean, you can't listen to it off my computer unless you break into my house, which I would prefer you did not do. <laughs> um, so, I,
1: you know, I, I follow, I talk with a lot of people who are running different kinds of online businesses and mm-hmm. a, a major thing that I have learned in the last year that really surprised me. I like, I have friends who have a uh, pretty successful YouTube channels mm-hmm. and they've said, oh, I listen to, po- I, I exclusively listen to podcasts on YouTube and lots of people do. Um, Interesting. Because, so yeah, that's an option for you. You could just upload everything as a YouTube video with like a still screen with the title and it, mm-hmm. it could live forever that way.
0: Right, right. Wow, and now, that'd be a lot.
1: Like YouTube <laughs> is trying, yeah, YouTube is trying to build up to play play more in the TikTok space in the short content video space. Mm-hmm, so they're mm-hmm. building like different segments of YouTube and it's starting to be like kind of YouTube podcasts mm-hmm. is going to become a thing. Basically, if you have YouTube Red, it's a good experience to listen to podcasts on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I don't.
0: Right. And yeah, so me I, either me I'm either.
1: not but a lot of people have it. And so like once they have that, podcasts mm-hmm. are pretty convenient to listen to on YouTube.
0: Okay, okay. Right, right, right.
1: Because they don't get interrupted by ads and they'll just play, um, without you having to interact with your phone. So you can list like, it, it would be a very ex- similar experience to what I have using, right. an, using yes. a podcatcher, using my phone. They're not like sitting at their computer on YouTube, listening to podcasts. It's right. Right. It becomes portable for them. Just like I use overcast. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: <laughs> I I've had this same issue with, um, I've had this same issue with um, where I – you you actually just – I canceled my YouTube premium membership. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, because I um, just remembered that, like, I I was driving somewhere and I was, like, listening to it. And every time I would pull the map up on my phone because we were driving, then it would shut off because you have to have it open unless – Unless you pay, and then you have the YouTube Red or the YouTube Music Premium, and I, then I remember that I already have Amazon Prime Music, and that I was stupid, and then I, and then I listened to that because that works mm-hmm. when your screen is closed. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> note for that there. Uh, right. right. Uh, but anyways, so I think so I think another thing is you have to have. So what do we say? We said you have to have funding. You have to have like having those core values is helpful in kind of being a guiding principle. I think also having the documentation Mm -hmm. so that somebody could pick up and take over for you, Um, having the documentation before you need it, as you said, right? Like I've worked at so many places where stuff goes wrong. And the people are like, where's the documentation on this? And we're like, we don't have any. And the people are like, oh my gosh, rewrite it. So then you or write the documentation, and then two years later, something goes wrong. You're like, what do we do? This documentation's all out of date, um,
1: <laughs> right? So- or some, or there's a layoff. You know what I mean? Right, right. And what's happening in that last week of the layoffs? People are scrambling to communicate what those people did. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. I I remember I a time when I got laid off from a company, the only time I've ever been laid off. But I was laid off from this company and they, the person was like, I had created a database. and They're like, Hey, I need help with this. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know I mean? You're my friend. I'll help you. And I was like, oh, okay, you have to do this. And they were like, why, why would you do it that way? Like, couldn't you do this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good here. Have a nice day. Like I'm not going to defend the choices that I made when I was an employee there. And I don't um, even work there yeah, anymore.
1: And yeah. you're asking me to just work for you, work for right. free. I'm basically. being kind
0: and I'm, I'm done. So have right. a great day and uh, good luck with that. So, you know, or things like, oh, I changed these things. So how do I, and I'm like, well, I don't know if you changed things. like I I can't see it anymore. Like, so yeah. uh, good
1: luck. <laughs> good luck. Right, right. Yeah.
0: So I think, you know, that is, can I, what are anything else that, that jumps into your head as something that is super, like, useful that we have to. I mean, I, I think that, like, you have to have a support system, right? Yeah. Like, I think that having a support system before you need it is also a good idea. It's, you know, it's, it's frankly, it's one of the reasons why I have regular co-hosts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because... Otherwise, I'm going to have to continually go back to the same people like uh, Heather. You got something we can talk about this week because I, I, you know, I need to schedule something like and so
1: annoying, right? Mm-hmm. right?
0: Well, no, no.
1: I mean, <laughs> but it's
0: it's basically I am putting people out to say, like, listen, this isn't your podcast, but I need help this week, mm-hmm. um, which I don't mind doing, but I don't want to do that every three weeks when there's a scheduling issue and you yeah. know having the support system of regular co-hosts people i enjoy working with who i can say hey i'm gonna have a slot in the next week or two can you fill that slot mm-hmm. you know and they expect to so they're like yes yes i can here's it and they're like here's a topic we should talk about or you know jamie messages me and they say like hey there's this topic i'm thinking about can i come out and talk about that on my next episode and i'm like yeah let's schedule that let's do that you know or you know, Julio, I know I can always count on to say, Hey, uh, I can you, you know, on the next episode, what, what should we talk about? And he will be like, I was thinking about this thing and boom, there it is. There's a topic, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, so having that support system and also people like within the podcast that I can go to, to say, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this or this. What do you think about that? Um, Mm -hmm. and, and certainly, I mean, I'm spoiled that I feel like even outside of just the actual, Co-hosts, I have this amazing support system built into the Discord group, and that has been a game changer around these things, big time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, having a staff for a team, I mm-hmm. guess, right, the right, right, around the thing you're doing is, uh, I think, important. F- well, I think it's more important for the experience of doing it than it is to make it possible to pass off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because at least I think in both your and my case, I don't think we could sell our support system. Like we couldn't say, oh yeah, uh, ProtoSpiel online is valued at such and such because normally like a company would be (laughs) valued at such and such because of the poise that it has. And also it's SOPs are part of the value. Or, like, the asset that somebody would be getting by mm, mm-hmm, the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But your and my and our each of the examples we're talking about here, the value is relational. Like, people right, right. support us because they are, because they're our friends.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, that, right.
1: That's or because like, they
0: enjoy the service we're providing, right? You yeah. Know, I mean, that's, that is certainly part of it. But there's no, Value and like to say, like, yeah, I'm like, hey, listen, if somebody wants to buy a 50% stake in building the game, I will sell that to you for (laughs) $500,000. So that means I value the podcast at a million dollars. Like, right. Or as they would say on Shark, so the podcast has a million dollar valuation. It does not. Um, But if you think it does and you would like to send me $500,000 for 50% stake, um, this conversation will end because uh, I will just solve everything. I will pay someone to port everything over and then I will just buy like 30 years worth of like hosting and we'll just be good to go.
1: Right. Well, and I I think like people who enjoy the thing would be like my attendees and your listeners, but the people who are like your close supporters who kind of make it possible for you to do it, like your co hosts and my co-organizers and moderators and things Mm -hmm. like mostly they're doing it because of their relationship with me like because they know me and they trust right, that right. i'm i'm going to make it easy for them as easy as possible for them to do the work
0: right right that's a good point yeah but
1: if like somebody else was in charge of, production of mine i'm not sure the same team would be available to that person depending on right, who they were right. like if they were uh, fair, but yeah. i but i guess like there is sort of the legacy of like if it's somebody who is already one of the team,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like if you were to pass it to Julio or something like that, everybody right, already right. knows Julio because they were all part of right. the same team together. Right. So, ha- yeah, like having yeah. a team that like gets along with each other
0: mm-hmm.
1: might provide you an out.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. That and that's a really good point. Of like, you know, you don't want to have to just all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm bringing in this new person who's going to take over and it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. That's right. you know, you know, and and I want to be clear. Like again. Like I'm not in any way talking about like stopping doing the podcast. I mean, right. quite to the contrary, I want to do this podcast as long as I can. Um, you know, and if I ever get to a point where I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I would love to be able to um, to just move forward and and do that. But I mean, I, as long as I'm designing games, I want to be doing this podcast because it keeps me accountable because I think it's helpful to others. And because I enjoy like I have this huge privilege of getting to talk to all these cool people and stuff and right and really enjoy conversations that I get to have and I get to learn so many things and and I get to look like an idiot right in front of people and, <laughs> and I'm completely comfortable with that there was a have, time when I wasn't but you
1: have no manager to tell you that y- that you look right. like an no. idiot and you're going to be taken off the podcast because you look like an idiot right.
0: Right. No, if anything, like the like the other listeners, the people in the group, they can say like, dude, no, not good. Not good. And then I can be like, You're right. I'm sorry. I should be better, right? You know, so I mean there's just Yeah, yeah. I'm uh I am all for all for that.
1: I think a, a real specific part of the SOPs that I I really haven't very concretely fixed, I guess in a way. Uh, it's probably okay for me, but I think of, there have been times when somebody has, has unexpectedly died and Mm -hmm. they had, they were the only, they were the admin of something. They Mm -hmm. were the only admin of something. Right, right, right. And it couldn't continue because nobody had the passwords. Right, right, And it just had to be sunsetted. Mm -hmm. So that specific part of the SOP, like knowing, having some document that, your next of kin has access to,
0: right? Right, right. what
1: are the passwords, <laughs>
0: you know? right? Right, yeah. I How mean, do and you access that, yeah, right. There's a reason why, like, when I set up this channel that, or like, when I worked through this channel, that I purposely um, made it so that you know there were multiple people who had the ability to do things, you know. I mean, we have multiple admins we have well we have two full admins and then you are a partial admin spoiler alert so
1: of the discord
0: yeah, you the mean, Discord. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's with our Discord. Yeah, with but our with the podcast. Oh gosh, no, no one could get into anything.
1: <laughs> right, right. Um,
0: I mean, my wife, no, she couldn't because it's not. I didn't even use my standard password for setting up the thing. So, <laughs> like, because you know, so she could like, figure out one of my passwords, but that's not that. So, no, we're we're screwed. <laughs>
1: There's, that's like one relatively simple thing that you could do today. Uh. Save the podcast a little bit is just to have something you put in a lockbox as part of your will or whatever. Right, right. You do that. To the
0: podcast, I bequeath it to the listeners. <laughs> right, figure right. it out, y'all. <laughs>
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, I, I want to before we're done here, I just want to quick, you know, point out like wh- where do we think some like. So we're talking about, you know, this online event and space that you've created, this podcast that I've got, like, and, and how to, like, keep your legacy going with it and with the thing you've created and keep it out there doing what supposed to do and helping people and stuff. But I think there's there are more places where this is just as applicable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're a company that's a publishing company. I mean, think of how many publishing companies are run by one or two people, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Or if you're a content creator, like you said, that's a really good example of that. Um, but like, even, des- yeah. even as a designer, right? I mean, how yeah. many, like, my wife does not know with concrete, like, information, all of the contracts I have out there right now. Like, I tell oh, her yeah. about them, but, like, I mean, yeah. she has she doesn't know for sure. Because, I mean, we talk about it, but, like, I'm not like, here's a list of all the companies I have contracts with, <laughs> right. like, right? Um. Yeah, because because you just don't,
1: or like the <laughs> so. rules to your games. A lot right, of people right. have do not like writing the rules.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Understand? I'm among them. I don't really like doing yeah. it. But the sooner you do it, the more it possible it is for pe- like somebody else to pick it up if you're mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. something happens to you. There, I know there was somebody in the. I I don't I, I this was not a person I had met myself i think it was somebody who started coming in the time before i was going to protospiel but they passed away and they weren't very old um and people had play tested their game and they were like oh gosh you know like that person's gone like their game won't happen without them like can we band together and
0: right right
1: make it real i i i think i don't remember the details but something happened with that they like they were able to like the people who had played it were able to put it out, but like it got play tested. You know what I mean? And right, I don't know. Right. Some some game ideas are like brand new, and it really wouldn't be so sad, um, right?
0: Right? Right? If they
1: didn't right. become real, but some have been worked on for a really long time, and hopefully the rule book is uh, right, yeah right, available right. for friends and family.
0: Right. So I mean, designers, there's something to consider, right? Like what I think the question is, like what do you want to continue on right like
1: mm-hmm.
0: like what's important to you you know in this space obviously there's a things that are important to everybody in their life in general but like thinking about like what is it in this space that is important to you to to carry on and to move on right um and whatever that is you should you should make sure that you've got ways for that to happen i think that's important you know um you know it's uh treat treat life as like a legacy game right like <laughs> Like figure out <laughs> how you want it to work,
1: and you know, like, uh, tear your muscle <laughs> <and Right>. stuff <laughs> like that
0: right, 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 yeah, yeah,
1: life, I think just is built in a legacy game
0: right, 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 and see that's the thing, like the other thing is you know this has turned into this legacy conversation, but I mean realistically, too, it's a functionality conversation around like you hurt your back, like let's say you fall. You break your back, don't mm-hmm. do that, but let's say that happened to somebody, yeah, like, and now suddenly you can't I can't record in traction, right? Like it's just not gonna happen, like you right. know what I mean, so the things that we're supposed to be working on now can't happen, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and we were we were also talking about recently this was a chatter in the discord was like how to adult, like you know, right, you get to the right, point right. of like I like somebody's saying, I need a butler. To just tell me even what the yeah. things I need to do to yeah. be an adult are, yeah, because yeah. like it's not even that it's hard to do the things; it's that I don't even realize,
0: right? I what need the things to, are. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: until it's a problem, like okay, until somebody has died and you're trying to figure right. out how to, like, how to arrange a funeral and do all this stuff, and you never learned how to do that or right, right,
0: right, whatever.
1: My oh. cat. Did you that hear my the- cat?
0: I did, but it sounded like it was coming from upstairs. And I thought it was a kid saying, dad. And I'm like, why are they not asleep? What is I happening? <laughs> it's 1030 here. They should be asleep.
1: Our cats can have a voice that sounds a lot like a child. Real quick, I'm going to tell a story. Will was having a dream. Uh-huh. and He was watching a football game. Uh-huh. And there was a little child out on the field. And there was, and especially because in my backdrop, you can hear it. Exactly. Yeah, the story yeah. I'm telling. There's a little uh-huh. child. And the mom was like, Uh, And they were about to get trampled by the football players. And the mom was like, Bri,
0: Bri, (laughs) Bri. And he woke up, he woke up and it was our cat. (laughs) That's fantastic. Anyways,
1: But yeah, they can sound like a human voice when they, when they get this wild hair, they're kind of on the hunt or something. And they start doing that. Anyways, sorry about that. I had read this
0: thing and I don't know if it's true or not, but like, um, cause I, I, I read it online and I, I don't know if it's true, but it said that like cats had evolved to make that meowing sound that specifically is in the same vocal range as a baby crying Yeah. to create the feeling in it. Cause like they, you know, realized that like this gets attention. Right. So when I right. want attention, I will make that sound. And I thought that sounds like whether or not that's true, that sounds like something cats would do. Right. Like, <laughs>
1: right? like
0: it is plausible because cats <laughs> They do what they want. so It's true. Well, hey, this has been really interesting and really like, this is not go necessarily the way I thought it was going to go. I don't know how, I don't know what I expected, but like, (laughs) it just kind of went in a different, it kind of went in a way that was in a way that I didn't know if that's what I thought, but I've really enjoyed this discussion and I would love to hear from the listeners some thoughts on, you know, like, how does this resonate with you? How do you think about this stuff, right? Um, when it comes to the things you work on and the things you do, um, in addition to that, you know, like things we talked about with a podcast or pro spiel online, I think we'd both love to hear thoughts and feedback on that in the discord, especially like feel free to throw things out there. Um, you know, that's totally cool. Um, in the show notes section or wherever, um, like, or if you're in the Proto spiel online server, you can put it wherever you would yeah. normally put those things. Yeah. We so. have
1: suggestions. Perfect. Mm-hmm, suggestions channel.
0: That seems like a good place to put stuff like that. So um sorry, all of a sudden Surrey was trying to talk on my watch. Thanks, suri Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time when Surrey talks, I'm just like, how about you shut up? How about you just leave me alone? Um, because I didn't ask for you. Uh, right. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, listeners, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the stuff we talked about, anything you've got. Um, and you know, and also how you approach these types of things. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Heather?
1: Um, no, not on that topic, just on the saying goodbye note. Uh, like I said, we just closed out ProtoSpiel Online January, Mm -hmm. 2023. We run that three times a year and the next time is going to be May 5th to 7th. So we've got a lot of time to plan. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't, people generally do not like to get their badge until, two or three weeks before because
0: right right right
1: i think that they i don't know i think they have it in their mind that they want to attend but they don't want to commit to the badge until they're right, sure right. they won't need to ask for a refund mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. kind of a deadline whether they've actually bought the badge or not <laughs> mm-hmm. right, right, but, right but uh yeah so but whether you want to get your badge early or not uh they should be on sale shortly after this episode comes out cool cool um by the 27th of uh January you can right start and if you're in your our Discord May. yeah
0: yeah and if you're in our Discord I'm sure Heather will post that so you'll see it so
1: okay I guess I will
0: <laughs> you're welcome to so <laughs> I, does I Proto you, online, Proto Spiel online protospiel online has its own uh well it just says Proto Spiel, which again I assume is Proto Spiel online mm, no
1: it's because, it's all Proto that the channel in okay, your Discord well. is for all protospiels but yeah I did I will post I don't know if I'll post the day that the badges go on sale but mm-hmm. I I will talk about it in your server eventually.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Sounds good. I like that. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, hey listeners, I hope you enjoyed this discussion. You know, I would love 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 to hear your thoughts on this stuff and um it was a different kind of episode. We talked about some different kind of stuff and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. So, um yeah, so let us know your thoughts. But in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can, of course, go to buildinggamepodcast.com. Find a link to our Discord there. You can email us to buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on the Twitter uh, at PodcastBTG, at J.A. Slingerland, at Heather D. Newton. And is it at Protospiel online?
1: Protospiel, oh.
0: Protospiel, oh, I knew that. I almost said that, but I thought I was wrong. Um, and, so many characters, uh, yeah. I can't fit right, the right. whole yeah. word, word so The reason mine is J.A. Slingerland and not Jason Slingerland, because it doesn't fit. <laughs> um but uh but until next time good night good
1: night building the game building the game with jason and friends with jason and
0: friends building the game building the game with jason and friends with jason and friends the
1: end of the episode that's
0: when it technically ends